0: Late night party boys, late night party boys Late night party boys, these boys are party boys Late night party boys, late night party boys All up in this late night party boys late night party boys Late night party boys these boys are party boys Late night party boys Late night party boys, late night, party boys. Late night party boys these boys are party boys Yo 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 Ellen P in the house Oh, damn it's your boy Damien here this is Ross and you got yourselves another episode of late night party boys um yeah I think today we we're gonna actually give you a bit of an insight we're, we've just we're, we're leading up to doing Adelaide fringe Festival mm-hmm. late night party boys rebel without applause at, live at live at tandanya from 13th of March yes to the 17th of March. Um, if you know anyone in Adelaide, make sure you send them down. And then we're doing Comedy Fest, last two weeks of the Comedy Fest, which is April 9th to 20th, I believe. I've just been posting it on a bunch of event listing sites. So I'm 90% sure that is correct. Um, High enough. That's that's an A. It, no, it's an A+. plus. <clears throat> 90% is an A+. Plus. So that's good. It's not an A++, plus plus though. Which doesn't exist. I mean, I haven't got the extra credit. Because I haven't gone that extra mile. But I've done pretty well. Uh, Check it out. It's a really... It's probably... I think it's our best show yet. I think it's our best show yet. I know everyone always says that. But it's true. But this is true. We've been on such a journey. And we're going to give you some insight. Um behind the process behind the process we're gonna do an episode live from the sketch com- comedic actors studio both of me and Ross are going to enter the the sketch comedians actors sketch actors comedians studio yes and be interviewed I'm just gonna open this door oh wow live studio audience this is I'm very nervous Ross how you feeling? This is crazy. I never thought I'd be invited to Pace University in New York to be here. But I'm... Dear Lord, all right. Let's get up these stairs. We're here. We're we're inside?
1: Welcome to another episode of Inside the Sketch... Comedian Studio. I am James Lipton and today I'll be interviewing a Mr Damien Vosk and a Mr. Ross Purdy.
0: Oh my god, James, I'm it's such an honor to be here. I've watched your I've watched your regular programming live inside the actors studio and loved it. Uh, I've, I've I d love what you're doing for the craft, for the people here at this magnificent university. It is a it is a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Nice to meet you too, Mr. Fosk. And, um, Mr. Purdy, of course. It is a... very much a pleasure to meet you. Thanks, James. Wow, your voice really changed us then. I find my rhythm throughout this show and really settle in.
1: You are known for your erratic rhythm. So I'll give you that. Thank you.
0: Now... You've been doing sketch comedy for around four or five years now, is that correct? Man, you put it like that, seems about right. Excellent, excellent. And I have been a big fan of your work, especially... Um, let me see just my notes here, sorry about this. Um, man who rubs semen on his face. Why did you do that? Why would you... And it was pardon the pun a seminal piece of work from you and it was combining the idea of youth and wanting to be young in as young as a semen and a smearing on your face it got reviews such as at least I hope that's fake semen and this is not a safe space for audiences uh, uh, how did you come up with that
1: let me tell you During that time, I was so fucking high on crystal meth. I'm like, what if I do a show, man, when there's like poorly done voiceovers, and I put lipstick on my little lippies, and I kiss a young picture of myself, and I fucking just grab some liquid that's really white, and and say it's semen, and wipe it on my face, and make the Normies just go, whoa! Mm. This isn't Will Anderson. Mm. Whoa! And what? And what were the reactions when you did this? Um, why did you make me sit through that? Um, you should never do comedy again. Um, stop yelling in my face.
0: Of course, we've all had our struggles as artists. It's a tough, tough game to break into. I did throw oranges at people.
1: (laughs) And how did that end? It ended with the Comedy Festival calling up my venue next year and... I guess trying to stop me from performing?
0: (laughs) So you dealt with a bit of censorship. Like all groundbreaking artists, they deal with some pushback. Uh, when they are striving for greatness. And this definitely sounds like what's happened right. with you. Len- Lenny Bruce Ross. had those obscenity mm. law
1: charges. George Carlin had those seven words you can't say on TV.
0: Mm. I had semen on the face and throwing oranges at people. Well, it's a true honour to be in your presence, Ross. Now, I'll turn my attention to and ask your sketch comedy partner a few questions. <sighs> Mr. Vosk,
1: now you are a bit of a renaissance man. Um, stand-up, improv, sketch. How long have you been interested in this field, and, and and what's motivated you to just expand
0: yourself like this? Well, I just always loved being creative and moved from one thing to another. Started with improv, then stand-up, and I always wanted to sketch. I always loved... All, all those sketch shows, all those silly big characters, and yeah, and so um, yeah, I think I, I, I did, I did a, f- I was on a few sketch uh, comedy house teams back in the day, and we were kind of doing law review sketch with which really anyone can do. It's not very inspiring or exciting, and I wanted to develop a more unique, interesting, out there brand. And that's uh, when I met Ross Purdy, and I'm like, well, what could be more out there than throwing oranges at people who've paid to see you and then rubbing semen on your face? I'm like, I might have to work with this man. Now, the pre-Late Night Party Boys days, before
1: you settled in, you teamed up to do a seminal piece of work that's still remembered to this very day named Safari psychosis.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it was a little uh, our, our first baby together and it was still I think it was still some of those moments that I I just look back on and really love from that first show. Was it perfect? No. Did we upset some audience members? Sure. But you know, you got to you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet, right? You got to crack a few eggs to make a delicious omelet, and we we did we did have one review that we became quite notorious for. Um, once again, we we challenged people. Some people were more challenged than others. Some people reacted differently. Um, I do look look fondly on those days, especially that uh that review we got um, from Tom Bowden of the Adelaide Advertiser, who is. Here tonight,
1: in the audience. Hi, I'm my Mr. Tom Bolden. I just gotta say, I did not get your sketch comedy. And it made me feel really bad. What do you gotta say about that? I'm Tom Bolden.
0: Thank you for being on the show, Mr. Bolden. Yeah, uh, look, it's not for everyone. You gave Dave Hughes five stars, and... We're not Dave Hughes.
1: Why not? Why
0: can't everyone
1: be Dave Hughes? Look, I'm Tom every- Bowden. There's
0: only one Dave Hughes, you know? Not everyone can just talk about family, welfare, um, kids, and regular things. Some people want to make abstract connections to the jungle, eat and eat honey from a butt. That was the worst part. That was the worst. That was the worst part. Why? Why did that upset you so much, Tom? Why did I have to see his anus? Well, no anus was shown. Just a butt, a fart sound effect, and a a dramatic tension where you thought I was going to part the cheeks and feast on honey because of this insane notion there was a beehive in that butt. I didn't get it. Why yeah, couldn't you talk about family and welfare? That's, uh, well, look, we can't all talk about families, welfare, day-to-day life, and drinking beers. There's only limited topics on that, and I think most of them have already been covered. Uh, thank you, Mr. Bowden. I think we've heard enough from you.
1: I'm a real estate editor!
0: Yes, we. Well, that was very clear. So, after that
1: controversy, you are down at your lowest moment.
0: Yeah, that's correct. And uh, at that point, we decided to change our names and move states. We rebranded to Late Night Party Boys in the hope that we could prove Tom Bowden wrong. But not before we trolled him, being the immature comedians we are.
1: WERE YOU THE ASSHOLES THAT CALLED ME UP FOR A THING?!
0: That's enough, Mr. Bowden. Security, please get him out. Uh, I'm gonna look at some houses. I don't need this. I'm sorry. He
1: talked a lot more
0: than I was expecting. Now, Mr. Purdy, um, you of course were the one who exposed your buttocks in Damien and Ross and Safari Psychosis. Uh, being your first show, um, how did that make you feel? Well. And why was it essential to the show?
1: Well, I think the audience needs to feel what the characters are feeling. And the only way that they could feel that is if they had, like, oh, just pop their papers on my little butt. Because some people, you know, they make strong statements about, like, (laughs) politics or misogyny in the world. Uh, But I think the statement we wanted to make was, eating honey from a little bud is fucked.
0: Yes, I can really see that now. And, for sure. Hmm.
1: Like I can show you in the audience, like right now. Oh,
0: I mean, I m- can I can mean, do a little bit of uh... I can okay, do a little bit of okay. butt honey man. Okay, get get into the butt honey man character.
1: I don't think he ever had a name. I think it was just butt honey man. That's how far long and hard we thought about this. <laughs> okay, <coughs>
0: well, give us a glimpse of butt honey man. <coughs> I've just walked into. uh... A uh, jungle situation. I've met, but honey man, uh, how does it go down? <clears throat> it's been a while since I've done the voice, James. Just give it your best. Whoa what are you doing here? Oh, um, I've just stumbled into your, your jungle abode. What are you doing here? Um. Well, I'm very hungry, I haven't had much to eat, I'm parched, and you're a man of, 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 of means. Um, how, how do I survive in this jungle? Well, a long time ago,
1: I had to protect myself from animals with cruel intentions. What kind of intentions? Cruel intentions. Crueler intentions, intentions so cruel. So I had to protect myself by putting bees up my butt. My goodness. But the bees turned my butt into a makeshift hive. And they started making honey. Delicious honey. Oh, God. Now, young traveler. Feast on my hole.
0: I believe it was at this point you lost a lot of the crowd. Oh, he's for the listening at home, he's exposing his full buttocks to the crowd. Spread-cheeked. And there's also a fart sound there. There is a fart sound in in the in the, in the show. Just
1: to add insult to injury.
0: My goodness. Well, that that is a political statement. That is very messed up. I think you've nailed your intention that you set out.
1: This was very much a pre-Trump world, but I feel like we really nailed the essence of his administration, where he's just pulling his pants down and offering the world to suck on his anus for honey. But there's no honey coming out of his anus. It's just poop.
0: Hmm. Wow. That is... Well, that really predicted the current state of the world, Ross. Thank you. Thank you. I'll uh, pass it. I'll turn over to Damien and get us some comments about your most recent show from last year. <clears throat> so, Mr. Vosk,
1: you did Sephiroth Psychosis. You gained infamy. You had to rebrand. Yeah. Thus, Late Night Party Boys was born. What? Why Late
0: Night Party Boys? Well, we just thought that no one would believe people party during the day. And I didn't want to... Look, most people go out at night. Our shows are at night. For the most part, we have a few matinees in Adelaide. But I just figured that let's, l- let's brand ourselves with the kind of fun night that people who go out to see a show like ours would want. Uh, and that was a thought process. And it was kind of steeped in irony because neither of us are party boys. But mind you, labelling theory dictates that we are slowly becoming the party boys that we ironically named ourselves after.
1: Ah, uh, Yes. Be careful who you pretend to be, because you just might become them. Is that a worry,
0: that you two would become the party boys you so parody? Well, the, the the party boys are parodied off, I guess, that LMFAO era of obnoxious douchebaggery. And, look, they're loaded. I'm not sure if that's a beacon of morality or something. Like but it'd be nice not to be as poor as we are. <laughs> so if we became them, it, it would be a blessing and a curse.
1: Hmm. A blurs, so to speak.
0: Yes. So,
1: you have the brand. And your last sh- safari was a was a narrative, more or less. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: but once you commenced the par- late-night party boys, you decided to go through that minefield of non-narrative sketch. So your first show, Late Night Party Boys, a live sketch experience. Mm. Talk a little bit about that. that.
0: Well, we wanted to give people a live sketch experience that's unlike anything they've experienced before. Uh, Most people, when they experience sketch comedy, the most common experience is boredom and puns. And we wanted to push the boundary and not just make them bored and give them puns, but rather involve them in a way that will shock and amuse. I I found we did a good balance of that with, like, the right amount of weirdness and fun and groundedness. And, yeah, I was very proud of that show and what we were able to achieve. Now I'm going to go over to Mr. Purdy for his thoughts on the show. Now, Mr. Purdy, what do you think Late Night Party Boys, a live sketch experience, achieved? Um, I think we pissed off a lot of footy boys. Mm.
1: Because, like what we were saying, it was an ironic branding. But some people didn't get the irony of it. So some people who were legitimately just nightclub goers would just think, hey, this is a comedy show for us. Mm. Come see it. Right on our Facebook page, that sucked. I want my money back.
0: And how did you respond to that when they asked for their money back?
1: Uh, Well, I think we took it very well. We responded... No, the money's ours now. We spent it on pingers. We then looked up the Guy and, and <laughs> then got all these pictures and it's just of him playing footy, being a footy boy, like being just that outer eastern suburban wanker, I'm going to say it, and mm, just post a collage, a collage of photos on our Facebook page saying,
0: don't be like this guy, pretty much. That's fair enough. That's understandable, given the the circumstances. You have to be very careful with the kind of people you invite to enjoy your art, and if they are not appreciative, it is best to set them free back onto the oval, from whence they came. Yeah, I think he was just gonna.
1: uh, I thought he. I think he thought it was just going to be twenty minutes of talking about the different type of grey goose you can have. Mm. I think he might have enjoyed it more. But that's not the show we wanted to give. We wanted to give a show that had such classic sketches, I look back on fondly, uh, like Forrest Gimp. Oh, yes. Imagine Forrest Gump, but as if he was a, like a gimp.
0: like mm. He had a mask. I can see it, I can see it.
1: Uh, is it cheese or is it pus?
0: Well, who knows, really.
1: It's a, uh, you know, a game show where we get an audience member to participate and they pick... W- uh, whether or not we had cheese or pus, we had cheese taped to our bodies, and I had mustard in my belly button. Mm. I came out, did a little lappy dance on them, set to "My Dick" by Mickey Avalon. Ah, yes, the
0: acoustic version. I'm, yes, yes, I'm a big fan.
1: Everyone loves the acoustic version.
0: Yes, the other one's very problematic.
1: <laughs> it is very much just him With talking all the about words. his dicks. Yes. For three minutes
0: mm. Like most rap songs
1: hmm. You gotta give it to him bro I mean most people try and hide the fact that that's what it's about But he was very upfront about the fact He was just singing about his dick mm. So mm. you know get, Hand it
0: off to Mickey Avalon everyone Thank you our, our audience has Joined us in applause And Now your new show Let's get into this. It's rebel without applause, because you and Damien do not need the validation of people who do not understand what art is. Is that the core idea? That, no sir. We just thought it would be a good title.
1: It is very marketable. I mean, we would love applause, and we love validation. Hmm, so much as we act like we don't care, we
0: care a lot. Yes, yes, I can see that. You Would you perhaps hope for an award of some kind as well? An
1: Oscar would be good. Okay. I don't think they give Oscars for live comedy shows in Australia, though. So any award to any other festival Have is willing to
0: give us? Perhaps considered creating a petition to change that and get involved in some social activism. Oh man,
1: I think with all people uh, doing activism about these days, if we just came out saying, "Well, we won an award," (laughs) I don't know how good that would look. I mean, there's some legitimate problems that need
0: rectifying. But to me, the fact you have not been recognised for this brilliance is a genuine problem.
1: Well. Thanks, James, but I don't know if anyone else is going to see it that way. I think they will.
0: I think they will if you push them with a petition.
1: I mean, you can start the petition, James, if you want to, but I think it'll not be a good look if we started our own petition asking for an award.
0: Have you considered creating your own awards?
1: It definitely came up in one of our early meetings for our new show. Like well, I don't know if we're gonna get an award for this. Let's just make our own award and give it to ourselves. Groundbreaking,
0: truly groundbreaking. I think you're onto something there, Ross Purdy. I wish you all the best in your endeavors. And um, <clears throat> and I I wish you,
1: Mr. Vosker, well to do on your new show. Late Night Party Boys, rebel without applause, which you can look up the details for online on the Late Night Party Boys Facebook page, March 13th to 17th at the Adelaide Fringe, and April 9th to the 20th at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival.
0: Thank you, James. It's been a pleasure to be here. Oh, man. It's such an honour. Thanks a lot, James,
1: for having us on. Yeah. Do you want me to show... The butt again?
0: I'd rather you not. I don't think I'm going to be able to eat for a while. Yeah, that's the appropriate reaction. Anyway, thanks for having us, James. Um, Yeah, thank you, everyone. You've been so lovely. Thank you.
1: I'm Tom Bolden.